enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share a couple of stories with you from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Lessons Learned from My Cat. You know, we learn so much from our feline friends. And along the way, they keep us company, provide unconditional love, and share in all those ups and downs in our lives. And we all know that sometimes cats just happen. They're not welcomed, but then they become part of the family anyway. Or they just show up, hang around, and eventually are accepted. Cats are sometimes just plain meant to be. Our first story is in that cat not welcome category. Grant Madden tells us that he does not like cats. When he was a boy, he had exotic birds as pets, and they all got killed by cats, and it happened repeatedly, so he decided he would never have a cat, and he made this very clear to his wife when they were dating, and she seemed to accept this rule. They would never, ever have a cat. But then Susie brought a cat home about a year after they were married. She explained, though, that it wasn't their cat. She had found it under the hood of the car, and she had to rescue it so something bad didn't happen to it. She gave it a name, which Grant found suspicious, but she explained that they needed to be able to call it something for the one night that the cat would stay with them. And Jasper has now been with them for 12 years, and he even helps take care of Susie's elderly mother, but Grant still officially does not like cats. Well, amazingly, it happened twice. A year after Jasper arrived, Susie returned home with another cat they were not going to keep. She explained that this kitten was the lone survivor from its litter. Its siblings had all been eaten by a coyote. And she explained that she brought the kitten home so that they could get rid of it right away, but she just couldn't leave it in the canyon to be eaten by a coyote. And she named this little kitten Jacob just so they could have something to call it for the one night that it would be staying with them. Grant says, Jacob has been in the house 11 years now. He spends his days adjacent to my laptop, putting his paws up occasionally to pause my typing to proofread. When it is time to retire in the evening, Jacob burrows under the covers until he reaches my midriff and then lies beside me until I fall asleep. Once I'm asleep, Jacob leaves the bed and on his initiative, conducts internal security patrols of the house. Thanks to Jacob's diligence, we have never had an intruder in the house, not even a stray cat, which is just as well, Grant says, because I do not like cats. Lori Osmondson tells us another story about a cat that was not supposed to enter her house. This came about after her 10-year-old son Keith was hired to pet-sit their neighbor's cat. He was excited to have his first job, and he walked over several times a day to check on the cat, whose name was Jazz. Now, Jazz had outdoor privileges, so Keith was told to leave the garage door cracked open a bit so the cat could come and go as she pleased. And even though she was known to be a rather aloof cat, she liked Keith, and she would come over to their house to visit him. 
Well, this cat-sitting job ended up lasting all summer, and Keith and Jazz became inseparable. In fact, Jazz started sleeping in Keith's bed. Keith was well on his way to becoming a cat kidnapper, so Lori had a talk with him about how this was not their cat. Lori says, The day we drove down our street and saw the for sale sign planted in the cat owner's yard, Keith burst into tears. He confessed he had been sneaking Jazz into his room for the last few months and couldn't bear the thought of her moving away. He was heartbroken. That night, the neighbor called and asked me to come over. While sitting on her couch, she told me they had noticed Keith's attachment to Jazz. I quickly apologized for my son's behavior, babbling on about how I would do everything to make sure he didn't continue on his path of crime. She assured me they were not upset and were wondering if he would like to keep her. Jazz was Keith's cat for the next 15 years. So recently, Lori shared this story with her 83-year-old aunt, who then confessed that she had stolen her first cat from a neighbor. She had the stolen cat for a few months before the neighbors got him back and gave him a new collar with a bell on it. That wasn't enough to stop her, though. She stole that cat again the night before her family was moving away, and she took the cat with them to their new home far, far away. So now Lori knows it runs in the family. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Lessons Learned from My Cat. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book. And you will find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Target. Would you like to become one of our storytellers? We're always looking for new writers to join the Chicken Soup for the Soul family. Just check the Submit Your Story section of our website to see the topics we're working on. You'll find writing guidelines as well, so you can craft the best possible nonfiction story for one of our books. More than half the stories in this new cat book came from writers who are new to the Chicken Soup for the Soul family, and we are already collecting stories for our next cat book, which will come out in 2024. And please come back for our next episode to hear two stories about how to make decisions without stress from our best-selling book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Advice That Changed My Life.